You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Hello, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes. This is the S Master General. This is the S Anthony Says Podcast. This is actually being recorded actually very early on Sunday morning. This will be the Monday episode of the podcast, my friends. How are you doing? Hope your week goes well if you're listening to this on Monday. If you're listening to this on any other day of the week or sometime in the distant future, I hope you're doing well and everything's good there, too. Hopefully by now I'm married to a supermodel who has... Uh, was lots of money <laughs> because the, I mean that's not a fantasy of mine I just, yes it is shut up don't judge me well folks now what I'm gonna talk to you about today it was something I was uh, talking to somebody else about and what they said to me was you know man nice guys finish last man they finish last okay they don't finish well and bad guys get everything and the bad people and the, and how come the people successful fast and it's taking me along and they got there before me and I don't like it it's not cool and I bet and you know what I'm thinking I think that it's a big trick that's being played on everybody you know that'll be that it's a race it's not a race you know, because if you sit there, if you sit there looking at what everybody else is doing and being jealous of somebody else because they're successful, you already lost. Because if you're looking at somebody else, you can't be doing your shit. You ever, if somebody is in a race, you, know, you ever notice that the people, the only people looking around, if you're watching a sprint on television, the only people looking around are the people that are in the pack of people. The person up front, they're not looking back to see where everybody else is. They don't give a crap. They're like, there's the finish line. I'm going there. I don't give a crap what's going on behind me. And that's what life is like. I be honest, you know what I mean? The people that are winning, they they really don't give a crap about you. They ain't got time to worry about you. They're trying to get to that finish line. They don't see anybody in front of them because they're winning. But that's only if you believe that life is like a race or a sprint. It's not. Life is more like uh, going up the side of Mount Everest. You know? I mean, granted, there's, there's, if there's someone that gets up there first, they're like, yeah. But the people that get there after them don't go, oh, you know what? I climbed, I climbed Mount Everest, but somebody got here first, so this sucks. No, because when you climb up the side of Mount Everest, people die all the time trying to make that climb, right? Now, in the, in the case of life, it's not, it's not about dying. It's about not being able to make it, you know, having circumstances stopping you in the middle of your journey and, and either having you turn away and go back or the stress or, or something kills you. It's the same thing. But it's not about the other people. You're there with other people, but it's not about them. You're enjoying the process with other people, but it's not about them. It's about you. You were at the bottom. You got there, and your goal is to get to the top of that. It doesn't matter if you're 1, 2, 3, 4, or 416. You just got to get there. And that's what it's really like. It's not about you. Just because other people there is, are there with you doesn't mean it's about them. I mean, you want to hear I me mean, if you're alone along the way and you see somebody needs some help, you help them, but you're helping them as you're still climbing. Life is the same thing. You need help. Of course, I'm going to help you if I can help you. I'm still going to be climbing while I do it. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> right. I'm going to be climbing the whole time. just like you are. You know, 
And that's what annoys me about that uh, that silliness about the no nice guys finish last, man. No, they don't. They don't finish last. You know who finished last? Hold on, I'm gonna turn around for a second in the chair. If you can, if you hear any noise, it's just me turning around in the chair. So I have to move around a little bit. You know who finishes last? Dweebs. Dweebs and nice guys are not the same thing. You gotta realize that. You know, nice guys finish last. No, dweebs finish last. Nice guy is a step between dweeb and bad boy. You know, they're on the same game, but they're a step apart from each other. They're not the same thing. The bad guy does horrible stuff. The dweeb lets horrible stuff get done to him without doing anything. And the bad guy, the nice guy in the middle, sometimes puts up a fight and sometimes doesn't. What you got to be, in my opinion, is have a, have a nice guy base but steal some stuff from the bad boy. Just enough so you're not an asshole, but uh, but more than enough so you stay away from being a dweeb. You don't want to go to either side too much. I think people should... You know how they have the, that, that, that uh, easy button at Staples? That easy button at Staples? There should be a uh, an easy... There should be a button like that, uh, a bad boy button. That's what I think we should have. We should have a bad boy button. So when it comes time to be a bad boy in certain situations, you can be the bad boy when you need to be. You don't have to be an a-hole, but you can be a bad boy when you need to be a bad boy. I have a bad boy button. You know? I, it's right in front of me at all times. I never, almost never push it. But it's there. Because if you're a dweeb, people just put, cut in front of you and take your parking spot. And you got to sit there. Oh, I got the parking spot. Oh, I, I didn't want that anyway. <laughs> The nice guy goes, eh, jackass, eh, what the hell, I don't mind parking. The bad boy gets up and kicks his ass or gets or, or fights and gets his ass kicked, but at least he gets out. I remember going out with a lady and a guy just ripped, just viciously cut me off in a uh, parking lot. And um, she's looking at me like, oh, you really should do something. I mean, you should really stand up for yourself. You should, you should do something. Like I'm going to get into a fist fight over a parking spot in a mall. No, that's dumb. And it made me, and I looked at her, and I'm thinking, okay, this is a little, this is telling me a little bit about her, uh, about her right here. If she thinks I'm going to get into a confrontation over a parking spot, she's nuts. I'm not doing that crap. It's a parking spot at a mall. I don't mind walking an extra 50 feet. What am I going to do, roll around on the ground as a grown-ass man and maybe get arrested or maybe get my ass whipped because of a parking spot? If he's that much of an a-hole, that means he makes bad decisions. And people that make bad decisions are the kind of people that crack you in the head with a tire iron because they're mad at you or make you bust their ass. And I don't want to do either one. So I'm looking at her like, okay, I already see where this is going. You know, a woman that I'm interested in would just go, he's an asshole. Let's just find someplace else to park. That's what you want. But she likes the bad boy type guy. That's what I was thinking. But then I realized, like I said, I'm not a bad boy. I'm a nice guy with a bad boy button. So I push the bad boy button. Now, a bad boy button would be, be the equivalent of, you remember those old movies from the 70s when they would talk about moonshiners? You know, you'd watch them on TV. Like, I forgot the name of those movies, but it was like, you know, a guy would run around and run moonshine down south. You know, they'd have the moonshine in the trunk of the car and then, you know, oh no, the, the cops are coming. And they'd have that tank of nitrous in the, in the car and they'd flip the switch and it would shoot the nitrous into the engine and the car would be able to go like 90 gazillion times faster and it would just blow the doors off the police car and the police car, 
you know, and the, the guy, the cop would jump out of the car, damn it! And he's standing there shaking his fist, and then the country music would come on. You got the cops on the run. Beating them is so much fun. By the way, that song right there, I'm going to copyright that, so don't steal that. If there's any people down, down south listening to that, don't steal that. I'm, I'm, I'm copyrighting that. At the time I put this podcast out, I will have copywritten that song. So if I hear anybody making lots of money with that incredible song I just did, I will sue your ass, damn it. Back to the story. But that's what the nitrous, uh, that nitrous is, that's what the bad boy button is like. You're supposed to push it in situations. You're not supposed to be a bad boy all the time. You push the bad boy button. That's all you do. You push the button. Right? So I push the button. I pull up closer to the spot and he looks out. Yeah, yeah, what you gonna do? I said, oh, not a problem. I wasn't even trying to get into that spot, man. Oh, you know you went to the spot. No, not after what happened to the last guy that parked there. What, what happened to him? Hey, look, I just got this car. The last thing I need to do is have somebody mess my car up like that. That's why that spot was empty. That's why there's no way in hell you'd ever see me parking there. <laughs> all right, man, take care. Do what you're gonna do. Uh, oh, oh, oh man, oh shit! Uh, good looking out. Backs out of the spot, peels off, and goes to someplace else in the mall far away. I see him, Paul, pull way, way on the other side of the mall parking lot. Then I zipped into the spot, laughing. <laughs> right? See, that was a nice guy who has a bad boy button. I wanted the spot. He abruptly took the spot. I, I outsmarted him. His punk ass drove 67 miles to the other side of the massive parking lot. He's not going to remember where that spot was. It wasn't even marked. He just realized, oh, I better not park there and pulled away. I got what I wanted. No one had to get their ass whipped. And I was just enough of a bad boy to get what I want without having to have my ass whipped or whipping someone's ass. The bad boy button. You know? And just like, just like that nitrous tank in the car I just spoke of, the bad boy button is something you can't hold it down. You can't have the bad boy button taped down. That's what bad boys are like. They're like somebody who always has that nitrous tank clicked on all the time. They always drive like that. But if you drive that fast, no matter how good a driver you are, if you make a mistake when you're driving that fast in a car that's not supposed to go that fast for long periods of time, what happens to you? You crash into some shit. You run over some people. You burn up your engine. Or eventually you run across some police officers who also have nitrous tanks or, in the case of today's police, helicopters. <laughs> or they're prepared for your ass. You know, if you're driving with a nitrous tank and the police officers are prepared for your ass, that's the equivalent of being a bad boy in a bar fight who picks a fight with somebody who is celebrating his resounding win in his MMA fight three hours earlier. You want to go outside? Yeah, yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, let's go outside. I'm, uh, all right, let's go outside. I'm gonna kick your ass, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a bad. Look at me, man. I go to the gym, man. You don't want none of this. Oh, I go to the gym too. What you do in the gym? I train black belts because I'm a fifth degree black belt. Oh, oh, and I'm about to fuck you up. Man gets ass whipped. Film at eleven, and that's what happens. You keep that nitrous tank going in your engine too much, and it burns out. You keep that nitrous tank in your engine and it burns out. It's the same thing. A guy who's a nice guy who has a bad boy button will occasionally have a couple of drinks, even though he's not really a drinker. The guy that has the nitrous tank turned on all the time gets fucked up at the bar. And what happens? DUI arrests. What happens? Winds up in bed with somebody he didn't know he was going to bed with and maybe catches an SUV or 
he winds up taking advantage of somebody who was drunk. I never understood dudes that have sex with women when they're drunk. Why would you want to have sex with a drunk woman? One, that's gross. Actually, no, one is not that it's gross. One is you're taking advantage of somebody who's incapacitated and you should get your ass whooped for that. And two, it's gross. I don't even have sex with women I, I, I'm in relationships with when they're drunk off their ass. You know what I'm saying? I remember I've dated women where, where she was my woman. We lived in the house. We were getting it on for years. She got drunk because she knows I don't really drink. So she felt comfortable getting blasted on a like a New Year's Eve or something like that. And she felt safe because she knew that I wouldn't let anything happen to her. She got blasted. I took her back home. I mean, she wasn't disgustingly drunk, but she was definitely not at full capacity. I, I take her home. We go home. And she takes off her clothes and she ready, she's ready to get it on. And I'm like, nah, no, no, not now. No, nah, you're blasted. I want you to remember because you you were looking extra good tonight. I want you to remember what I do to you. Don't worry, you go to sleep. I'll tear your ass up in the morning. <laughs> right? That's the nice guy with the bad boy, the bad boy button. Click. As soon as you woke up, I push the bad boy button. I'm gonna do some stuff to your butt right now. But but first, click. Did you just push the bad boy button? You damn right. All right. Yeah, girl. Turn off the phone. <laughs> Right, so that's why I say it's a nice guy. It's not nice guys that finish last. It's dweebs that finish last, not the nice guys. It's the dweebs that finish last. Don't get it confused. Don't get it confused. I'm tired of the bad PR that nice guys get. I'm tired of the bad PR. I'm also tired of. Well, some of it is the nice guys' fault. Cause like I said, if they don't push the bad boy button, you get what you deserve. You know. You go out with a lady and she's always talking about some dude, some dude she really wants. First of all, if she's a friend of yours and she's venting, she's a friend that's venting. Stop going, oh man, if she finishes venting about this guy, I'm going to talk about how great, how horrible he is. I'm going to join in and then maybe I'll get some, some get up in her and get some d d delicious buttocks. Well, you're not really her friend, dummy. You're just some guy walking around like a vulture, hoping to jump on top of her carcass after this guy leaves. Uh, no. No. If you're her friend, just like you listen to your guy friends whine like punks about their relationships, just be a friend. Let her vent if you want to let her vent. I mean, don't let her vent for 17 hours. Nobody want to hear that shit. I mean, you know, even even if you were deciding to hang around a lady and listen to her complain about a dude she really wants, hoping that at some point you're going to get some of her delicious buttocks, you know, <laughs> if you do that, you're a moron. But, I, I, you know, but I listen to a friend complain. I listen to my lady friends complain on occasion about the, and then he did this. And, but it's like, you know, I give them the same amount of time as I give a dude. Because if you're a lady friend of mine and we're not getting get it on, you know, we're not uh, potentially ever going to get it on because we're friends. I don't think of you that way or you don't think of me that way or we think of each other that way, but don't think it's right. You're basically like a dude to me insofar as I treat you. I mean, I treat you. I'm mean, obviously I treat women more gently than I do guys. Like my guy friends, you know, I walk up and punch them in the arm every once. You know, yeah, guys, all you smack each other around a little bit. You know, you punch each other in the arm. We play basketball. You elbow each other in the chest. You know, if you're if you're in the gym sparring, we you punch each other in the face a little bit. But you're friends. You're not trying to hurt each other. But I wouldn't hit a woman. I wouldn't elbow my lady friends. You know, I wouldn't sneak to my lady friends and punch them in the arm. I wouldn't do anything like that. You treat them more gently because they're ladies. But for the most part, they're just like dudes to me because I'm not trying. I don't want to have sex with you. You know what I mean? So if they want to vent in their friends of mine, I'm listening. I'm not sitting there going, yeah, as soon as she finished talking, finished talking about that other dude, <laughs> I'm going to say some stuff about how I agree with her. <laughs> yeah. And if I agree with her that that dude's an a-hole, <laughs> she going to let me get up in that and do some stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not a friend. You, in fact, 
You have not even, you actually went all the way around the other side of the spectrum. You went from dweeb to bad boy. Because you don't give a crap about her, really. Because if you really gave a crap about her, you would listen to her because she needs somebody to listen to her. I wouldn't be trying to get some. You know? If you want to get some, just ask for some. That's how I am. I mean, I don't go, hi, I would like to put my penis in your vagina rhythmically thrust it until you have an orgasm, and then moments later I have one. Would you? Would that be all right with you? I don't do that. You know? But I, but if, if somebody I mentioned, and I find out very, very quickly if they're interested or not. Because if I find out they're not interested, then all of a sudden I immediately push them into the category of a friend of mine who I enjoy, whose company I enjoy. But there's going to be no delicious buttocks there, but I still love their company, and I love having them around, and we're going to be cool just like I'm cool with all my guy friends. That's a nice guy. You know, that's a real good, that's a real dude. You know, that's not, because <laughs> I, I can't do the vulture thing, you know, that the bad boys do. Yeah, you know, you look depressed. Yeah, you look real depressed, girl, you know. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, is that my Maserati over there? <laughs> yeah, no, maybe we should get over there and do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, excuse me, I have to make this phone call to talk about my stock portfolio. <laughs> and then they have sex with her and move on and then go back to their job at the Walmart. You know, come on. Not that there's anything wrong with working at Walmart unless you like benefits. But what I'm saying is, Nice guys don't have to finish last. It's not you don't have to finish last. It's like I said, life is not a race. You don't have to finish first last. It doesn't matter what the place is. Who cares what place you finish in? The whole trip is you're at the bottom of the mountain, you see the top of the mountain, you want to get there. So you go up there. Yes, there will be people around. It doesn't matter how fast they go up or how if there's somebody behind you. Your goal is to get up there. Because when I look at my friends that are more successful than I am right now, and the friends that are not as successful as I am now, I don't care. I want the people that are more successful than I am to be successful. I'm happy for them. The people that are behind me, I want them to be happy too. And if I can help them, I do. But this is my journey. I have to get my ass from the bottom of the mountain. I'm actually in the middle of the mountain right now. But I have to get my ass from the bottom of the mountain all the way to the top. And when I get there, I don't go, oh, there's already 10 people here already. Oh, that sucks. When I become wealthy, I'm not going to go, well, now that I've got my 16 gazillion dollars, I can't enjoy it because I got it five years later than this other guy got it. Hell no. Once you get to the top of the mountain, what happened on the way up doesn't mean shit. Who gives a damn? You're there. Once you're there, it doesn't matter who got there first. <laughs> right? You know? It's like, I don't have a girlfriend right now. And, you know, but if, if, if like three years from now, I'm married to like, uh, you know, Lapita Nyong'o or somebody like that. Or, you know, if I'm if I'm doing that, does it matter what what girls I dated before and how horrible it was in, 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 in not many, in, in a few of the cases? Do I think about old girlfriends who did bad stuff or do I go, I am married to Lapita Nyong'o. I am married to Tracy Ellis Ross. I am married to Serena Williams. You know, I'm married to Eva Longoria or whoever is, whoever the sex symbol of the moment is or whoever. Just using them as an example. If I'm married to that woman, do you think I give a crap that somebody cheated on me when I was 20 years old or 22 or whatever? Hell no. If I become a multi-millionaire, you think I give a damn that I had to buy a, a, a 99 Toyota Camry in 2005 or whatever? Just using that as an example. Hell no. If I'm living in a mansion, does it matter that I I had to sleep on a friend's couch when I was in my early 20s because of a breakup? Nope. If I have my own television program, does it matter that I had a, I almost had a program in the 90s and it fell through? No. This podcast continues to grow at the rate that it's growing right now. Does it matter that in the beginning nobody was listening?
Nah, doesn't matter. All that matters is you were at the bottom, get up there, you're cool. Doesn't matter. It's not a race. It's a journey. Get from the bottom of the mountain to the top of the mountain. And don't give a damn about the people that got before you and the, and the people that are behind you. Just enjoy the process and enjoy standing on the top of that mountain. Put your hand on that flag. That flag. Put your hand on that flag. Put your hand on that flag. Put your hand on that flag. And dig in your pocket with the other hand. And pull out your cell phone and take a selfie and put it on Instagram and say, I did it, damn it. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I said it. I'm looking. I can see the top of the mountain. I'm not there yet, but I can see it. Damn right. And the second I get up there, I'm going to grab that flag, put my hand on the flag, put my hand on the flag, put my hand on, my, my, on the flag, put the hand on that flag, take a selfie. But I ain't going to put it on Instagram because I, I, I'm, I'm too busy putting pictures of my sandwiches on Instagram. I like to show people pictures of sandwiches. <laughs> All right, folks. This has been the Monday episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast. It has come to a conclusion. I want to thank you very much. You guys have been mega cool to the S machine. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for your emails. If you want to send emails of your devotion and telling me how incredible I am, feel free to do so at the S Anthony says podcast at gmail.com. The home base of this podcast is S Anthony says dot podbean.com. But I am also on TuneIn radio, Stitcher radio and iTunes. So if you're doing any of that stuff, go look for the S Anthony says podcast, subscribe to it. And please, whatever you do, Give five-star ratings because, quite frankly, I'm a five-star type of guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Much love to you all. Thank you for your continued listening. Thank you for your, once again, you guys always go on big blasts and big marathons of listening to the podcast on the weekends, and I really appreciate that. Much love to you all. I will see you again on Wednesday. This is the Monday episode. I will see you on Wednesday. Much love to my podcast family. Thank you. S. Anthony out.